Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, welcome to Netflix Book Club. This is Dennis Rooney. I'm Steve McDonald. And we're here with a very special guest today. Give it up for Ray Kump, everybody. Hey, Ray. Thank you. How, Yay, how are you? Thanks for having me. Ray. Thanks for coming and on. And being all uh, our fans. Check us out on the internet at uh, flixbookclub.com. Get, us a, get at us on Twitter at Flix Book Club. Uh, the movie we watched this week was Lawrence of Arabia. Yep. Ray, as yeah. the guest, special guest this week, you picked it. Right. And uh, why did you pick this movie? Well, yeah, you've why? seen it before, yeah, right? I've seen it before. Um, it is a great film. It's a yeah. historic film. It's uh, groundbreaking. But I just thought it'd be funny to make you watch a four-hour movie. That's essentially what it boiled oh. down to, right? Oh, oh. I thought it was like I thought it was something. Ray, like I met that. you 15 minutes ago, and I hate you. <laughs> I was wondering when that was going to come out. And Ray. not just four hours, but just with like the most obscene gaps of time where nothing seems to happen <laughs> <laughs> either everything's happening all at once or nothing's happening yeah so wait does this movie hold like any special place to you at all or are you oh, just I mean, it's just one of your it's one of my favorite films of favorite all time. movies uh yeah one of my favorite films of all time uh i don't know if it has a special play i mean i do have a kind of an imperialist uh <laughs> dream to me but I, you know <laughs> right right, right. Yeah, I, I would like to one day be able to turn a native people against another people colonize some poor indigenous people somewhere. sure i mean that would be great i don't think it's gonna necessarily happen but don't give up just yet yeah so what's this don't movie give up about, on your dreams you i can't even begin to like describe the plot of this movie because it was i i could i can't help you yeah. i can't this is what i know of the plot of this movie white guy camels sand more sand <laughs> dead people white guy becomes arab-ish uh, more dead people. White guy has a problem with dead people. I I know his name was Lawrence. White guy had a problem with dead people earlier than that. There was there was. White so guy had a problem with dead people when his job was painting maps. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So yeah. well, how, I mean, how would you spell uh, this out? The movie, yeah. Basically, Lawrence is a colonel in the. Uh, well, I don't know if he's a colonel at that point, but he's a guy in the uh, British Army during World War One, mm-hmm. in the I guess Turkish theater. He's based in Cairo, and uh, the movie doesn't make it clear. He's painting maps. I mean, he's in real life. The guy was a, uh, you know, an intelligence guy. He was like a spy right. of some sort. Um, he was an expert on uh, Arab culture and all this. You know, like Indiana Jones about the chasing of stuff, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, and then he basically gets sent to um, Arabia. Yeah, to, gets uh, sent, to, sent to go scope out uh, Faisal. Yeah, scope Faisal. out Faisal. Basically figure out what's going on, assess the situation. And while he's there, he uh, goes to Faisal. Who is you know, Alex? Uh, what's his name? Alec, was it? Al- Alec Guinness. Uh, you might know him as Obi. Yeah, Alec Guinness, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. You you guys could ask me who anyone was in this movie, and I know Lawrence. And that's it. Well, you don't, Sharif? I don't remember anyone's name. You didn't realize that Faisal was Obi-Wan Kenobi? I didn't realize that, I didn't if I'm know. being honest. Oh, wow. But now Not that you all. say it, I was like, oh, yeah, that was Obi-Wan. Yeah. So he falls in with those people. Yeah, and he basically uh, launches a, um, kind of on his own uh, accord. Yeah. Um, it's almost like he's leading his own army, basically. Yeah, it takes like 40 of the guys, because they're basically just kind of 
you know, uh, tribes. Yeah, and just you know, getting hammered by uh, the Turks. Yeah, and just doing especially nothing. with the new technology, of World War One. I. I mean, we're talking bombs and machine guns, and they right. have no sense of those machines yeah. at all. And there's already a military advisor there from the British, and right. uh, he's advising him to go to Yembo or something, some so, other. So the movie's basically just about him and getting in with these people. Well, leading. yeah. He, well, you're missing the, the whole idea is that he basically like, there's this port uh, called Aqaba, and um, you know the British don't want to take it. It's just it, all the guns which face. You know, the sea, it's just they have massive guns, and they would just yeah. lose a lot of people. And they probably yeah. could, but they're not going to. So Lawrence takes, like, 40 of the guys through this, like, crazy no-man's-land desert right. and takes the port from the backside where the guns aren't facing that way. Yeah. And ju- and from there on, he basically starts leading an Arab revolt against the Turks, but in a way of, like, you know, using the Tur- the, the Arabs against them. But, this is like, but, you know, he's doing it in a way where he's... Uh, I don't know if he goes native. Or he always wanted to be native. He's kind of he loves the Arab culture. He says early on, he's like, "God, okay. I love this country." I, and it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay, we. <laughs> but let's yeah, we're so we're way off base here because this thing made no sense and was so long. <laughs> it made sense. And okay, it barely right. made sense. Let's hit the bridge. But we're gonna we're gonna hit the bridge on this entire thing. But before that, uh, uh, stream it or don't stream it. Ray, Ray, how do you feel? Oh, absolutely. How do you stream it? Yeah. Uh, we know how Steven's going to feel, I think, today. Uh, I'm going to say stream it. This was I was the only one out of us three who had never seen this movie before. I knew nothing about it. And yeah, it's four hours long, but it looks beautiful, and it's a good story. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it at least once. So I'm going to I'm gonna give it the thumbs up. Yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you guys saw that coming. Yep. Um. It's it's not because it's not because it's a it's like a terrible. There's great scenes. Of course, you don't think it's a bad there's, movie, right? There's great scenes, and it looks really pretty, and uh, and it didn't need to be three and three hours and forty five minutes long, and it didn't need uh, it didn't need a lot of it. All right, we're um, gonna get into what, we'll you, get what into you would it. cut out. Yeah, I don't um, think there's anything you can cut out, but. That's uh, a, whenever we have a movie that's more than two hours, it's usually like this could have been shorter, should have been shorter, and what could have been cut out, which I think today I, I'm on I'm on race side. I was thinking about that before we started. Like, what would I? We'll cut? get into it. We'll, we'll get, get into, into it. it. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. Oh, it damn well hurts. Certainly it hurts. Well, what's the trick then? The trick, William Potter, is not minding that it hurts. Oh, by the way, if. Captain Gibbon should inquire for me. Tell him I've come for a chat with the general. He's bombing. Okay, and we're back. What would I cut from this movie? 900 hours of the desert. <laughs> Look at the desert. Isn't the desert big? Guys, I got that the desert was big in the first, like, 15 minutes. Well, I don't... I, you, I got it. No, it. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. I get it. I got it. You don't it. emotionally get it. I emotionally, I there this are movie. scenes, there are parts, and there are scenes where I'm like, I get what you're doing. It's got that like Mad Max wasteland feel, where right. it's like when like they get to that section where everything is foggy in the new Mad Max mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, we're gonna like like it's gonna like take a while, and we're gonna like just be with them on the road, and it's gonna be like kind of quiet, and there's not a ton of action. Like that section in the movie where they're like, we're gonna traverse this part of the desert where like the like the devil's anvil or whatever it right. was or God's anvil, where I was like, this makes sense. That's where you put all these shots where it's like it takes forever because you're like building this like moment in the entire thing when they get through it. 
But the problem is, is that that's what they did with every scene where they were in the desert. Every scene where they were in the desert, it was like, guys, the desert is big. Well, like Mad Max, this whole movie is kind of one journey. So, I mean, like, why would it... You know, except it's not. Yeah, it's not really one journey. It's not one journey. They're because going they, from place to place. No, no, the whole but they. Movie. But he like but hops back to like Cairo. He like hops back to Cairo yeah. like three times, and I'm confused every time that it happens because there's like this is three movies. This is like Lawrence goes and and like and like leads them to this place, and then the next movie is. Is Lawrence is gonna become a newspaper star, and the newspaper man is gonna go along? Is well, no, no, but like, but like, we're gonna like get like essentially, it's like that's the part of the story where he's gonna be where he's gonna be a well, well, but that's the part where it's like like the initial thing is like we're gonna take this port town, and then it's gonna be the Arab revolt. But really, what it's supposed to be about is is like rallying the like the people back in Europe and in uh and in America to like want to fight World War One. But that's not well, what this movie's about. Yeah, but and that's then an element of it. That's that's a certain that's, that's one a of the small that's a small plot point with the with the well, it's a, it's a guy. Guy. I don't think that that's a small plot I point. I think it is. I think what's his name gets it out of the reporter. A Faisal gets it out of the reporter like what do you really want? And the, like we essentially want to stir up uh you know, people want to go to war. We want to get people inspired well, to go to war in the U.S. And it's like, okay, we're not in the U.S. though. We're in Arabia. We got sand everywhere. That's what this movie is about. This movie isn't about people in America being stirred into going to war. I think the crux of the movie is really about because this guy, you know, everyone in Britain at least knew who Lawrence was at the time. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's about like the myth of Lawrence. Did I, I, I don't know why I said stir cause in America. I meant in Britain. No, yeah, it, was America. Like, was American it was American. It was an American paper. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. And that was an element of it and that's and it is kind of breaking down why there were like certain perceptions of him why this guy became the mythic star he became mm-hmm. be- beyond what he was doing. As Oh, my two okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I also wanted you to get the mic close to your face. No, that's fine. We're just grab his, just grab him by the wrist. <laughs> I didn't scream a lot, so I didn't want to get too loud. But um no, and like you know, it, it deals with these like you know because the guy was a man, and also, but at the same time, he was a kind of transformed one of these guys who can just like Steve Jobs, for instance, who comes in and just changes the landscape of a certain kind of uh, time. So you know, he he's not like he's not simply just an ordinary guy, but there was there's still the the interplay between like the mythic him and then yeah. the real him, well, and like want- that's kind of what that. So it's not a small plot point, but it is. Not also the point of it either. It's like, you know, it's kind of the interplay between the two. It's no, a- and I know that it's not like the point, but like... But you wanted to see this broken down into three movies and that be the middle movie? It's that... That movie it, would suck. Well, no, it kind of is like... it's it. What it feels like is, is that like that section... Like if I was rewriting this movie, mm-hmm. I would just make that section part of the first section. I, I don't like, like. What do you mean? Yeah, this Arab, whole movie's no, 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 I know, but movie. like the but like the Arab uprising thing, right? Like essentially, what it feels like is in the three movies kind of thing is that it's like Lawrence has to go do this thing within that time period. He finds that he like loves the Arab people and wants them to be like free from the Turks and free from kind of everybody. Um, and maybe. And well, because he says he, he does, yeah, he says he does, and like throughout the entire thing, he kind of has an attitude that's just like the British and everyone don't want this area, right? Yeah, but it's and also, I mean, that's an interesting point because you know, like when he when he goes back to the Cairo the first time, and he's like, 
he goes to the general, can you guarantee me that? Because the first general was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't make yeah. policy. He's like, can you guarantee me that uh, Britain has no interest? He goes, yeah, I'll guarantee it. But he, yeah. like, I feel like you, like, even yeah. though, yeah. the guy's like, yeah, sure. If that'll make you feel better about it, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you that to your face right now. But I'm a politician. Like, what do I, you know? There's yeah, I think Warren's got there that, definitely dude. is a moment. There definitely is a moment in the movie where I just kind of looked at, I was watching the movie. It was just like, they have no idea how much oil there is there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, because this is kind of a time period. That was an interesting thing to kind of watch, like in the movie, was like how this time period was portrayed in yeah. a pre, like, like fully. I mean, even when well, no, the oil was there when the movie was made. They knew that. No, no, no I know that, yeah. but like the time period that like that like Lawrence is supposed to be living in, right. is the time period pre understanding just right. how much oil there was. Like, there's no like mass conglomeration companies or anything like that like moving in to try and take any of that oil Not yet, yeah and so it really is just like it, it really is just sand yeah <laughs> like the whole place is just sand. i wonder if they had an idea i should have looked it up i wonder if they had an idea that's part of the because you know at the end of the day you're right like why is like why would the british give a damn like after the war if it wasn't for the oil? i guess like the suez canal but i mean i mean yeah. it's the, it's mostly the suez canal yeah but it's also just like that that area has always been held in a certain amount of contention. Right. Listen, I don't know canals. I don't know any of that shit. But I'll tell you this. This movie should not have been broken down into three different parts. I think that it flowed very well. It's not When you start the movie, you think, yes, it's all about taking that first place. But then it happens fairly quickly. And you're like, oh, no, this is going to be... And you already know this movie is going to be four I would, hours I long. I would not agree that it happened quickly. It, it felt long. <laughs> it felt long. It was like ninety like minutes in, which is when a normal movie is done. Yeah, it happened like thirty minutes, forty-five <laughs> minutes in, where I think they well, it's got it. Kind of like when you play, I don't know if you play like, like role-playing, like Final Fantasy games, but it's like we have that first mission, and it's like, oh, this is, it takes hours, yeah. and you realize that's just, and you see the map, and it's just a yes. tiny part of it. Yes, that's the idea. Like I I slowly. will agree with I will agree with you on that in the sense that was like that was like y like the movie just kept getting bigger. Right. And there kept just being more and more and more. My problem with it was, was that because of that, there was no point. Well, no, no. Well, like, wait, well, like, wait. I mean, like in the sense that it is like when you're like, if you equate it to that, like playing a role playing game mm -hmm. kind of thing is that it's like that first thing that you do in a role playing game. And then you're like, oh, my God, the map is so big. There's always a moment right then when you're like, what is the point? Of this story, like well, there's the no, of like you haven't, but like as a like if you're looking at it like a video game kind of thing, is that it's like when you look at something like Final Fantasy VII, is that it's like it takes a really long time till you realize, like till like they get to the point, right? Because there's all this stuff to explore, yeah. And so that to me was what pulled me completely out of the movie, and why I look at it and I'm like, there's so much fat on this movie, is because it's exploring. All of these different things, whether it's in Lawrence or in the people or in the place or whatever, right, is that it's like it's exploring all of these things. But there is like there is a solid like hour and a half of this movie spread throughout, not mm -hmm. like a whole section. But like wouldn't that be throughout. fun though? If an hour and a half right in the middle, it's just like an hour, ninety minutes of desert landscape <laughs> and well, music. I, I mean, there. That, I mean, like, the I'm way. not gonna lie. There, there almost is that. This movie felt like it was like somebody. It, what it felt like, honestly, was that like the director like went to the desert, shot a bunch of desert shots, and then went to a composer and was like, "Compose the desert," 
and then like allowed there to just be there is there is a four minute opening like concerto well, to this movie the, o- over black. It's four and a half minutes over black, and then they have a title sequence <laughs> where he's just prepping his motorcycle, yeah. and you can tell at one point in the middle of it, like he's ready to go, but for no reason he goes to get a rag and comes back and, and polishes the thing. And then the thing is, is that he does that. And then he's and, and I had a moment because I hadn't seen the movie in a really long time where I was like, "What is this motorcycle part? I totally forgot about this motorcycle part." And then he like gets half a mile down the road and just crashes, and crashes for no reason for apparently. no reason because he's like people on a bicycle. <laughs> Well, he slows down so much, but then he hits this jump and gets like so much air. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you already hit the brakes, dude. Like, you should just be rolling down the road. Well, and I had this, I had this moment <laughs> where I was watching it, and I was like, I was just like, you're in it, like, 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 because they're in England. Is that he's like, he's he's driving down the road on this motorcycle, and there's two bikes, and he like freaks out. <laughs> and I had this moment where I was like, that wasn't that hard. You're on a motorcycle. Like was there only two? I feel like there was like three or four. No, it was like two. But I, it was I, like I don't, two. I don't know why he couldn't just swerve. But still, those roads are narrow, was, and he's going too fast. Here's I the thing: still, he's no, going no. too fast. He's killed so many people back in Arabia. Yeah. This is his only release. Phil, no, no, I understand. He was, filmmaking he was hoping wise, to die. well, no, filmmaking wise, should have put more of an obstacle there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Give, yeah, sure. As as a as as somebody watching the movie, is that it's like they had a nice little moment going on of him like on the bike, and it was like intense and everything like that, and with the obstacle that they put him against of like. Like I crested a hill and oh my oh my god I gotta move and like get out of the way. Just make it a truck. Make well, it a camel. Maybe. Had they Symbolism. just made it? Had they just made it a truck or had they made it like half the like half like you're in England? Half the thing is filled with sheep. Run away! Like you can't get around. Oh them. come on! We're gonna right pick back. it apart like that though. Who I don't know. But I like but the insignificance of it. I I, I do. Th- I, I don't know exactly what happened in real life. Yeah. But I like the idea that like after all this. It's not even like a truck. It's just this freak occurrence, like something that like. No, and I'm fine with that, and I like yeah. that. That's kind of like the thing. My only problem with it was was that it was like was that it became this moment where it was like, you mean to tell me that you went through all of this war, you've ridden camels all over the world, you're like an accomplished person, like with all of these different things, and you can't manage to get around two bicycles. It kind of set him up as an idiot. Well, here's the thing: is that in the field, and this got cut out. He actually fell onto a golden bullet. Nothing. What? What? Nothing. He fell onto a golden bullet. You guys don't remember that. I don't know what that means. He got shot, and they're like, "Are you hurt?" And he's like, "No, apparently I can only die from a golden bullet." Never mind. We'll just brush past me saying that. I'm sorry. Maybe I reach. I'm so confused. (laughs) In a four-hour movie, if you're gonna quote a line, it better be really, 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 really memorable. Well, no, and that's the thing is, is that like, there's like out of out of this entire movie, and that's kind of my problem with it as a whole movie. Um. And and why I'm like I'm like it felt like sections and it felt like three different things is that it's like yeah it flowed well in kind of the same way that like the entire miniseries Band of Brothers flows really really well like it's very well made it's this big theater of war and there's this huge thing going on there's a lot of characters that like you've got some main ones but like a lot of people kind of cycle in and out in all honesty where it's like. Where it's like, yeah, I remember Lawrence because he's he's like that guy, and then I don't remember the name of the guy who was like leading the Arab people, but he came in like with Sharif uh, Faisal. The, I I don't oh, I, I don't know the one oh. who was like the one who was like I get paid X amount of dollars oh, and Aldo. I give all of it away. I'm a See, river to my people. I'm a yeah, river yeah. to my people. Like that guy cycled in, 
and was like a big part of the story but then at the same time it's like he's not always the guy that you're paying attention to within that cohort of people like that's why I'm kind of like there's Lawrence and there's nobody else because I don't remember anybody's name and they all kind of cycle in at weird moments where it's like I'm back in Cairo there's a politician guy but then there's a military guy who's also a politician guy but then there's also this well, other military the and they all just like become white people yeah. it's like, like yeah and so <clears throat> which like, and in the so movie, that's, it's like it's real but like you would think like Hey, for convenience, we'll just keep it the same guy. Yeah. But they actually change him for no like. And it's almost reason. it's almost like for no reason except to hear uh, Lawrence be like, "Well, that's good. I liked him better." Yeah. Basically, that's all it is. Well, and honestly, there's this moment that I had where I was watching the where I'm watching the movie, and it was you know, it, honestly, it was it, and it was pretty early on, and I thought like like I won't lie, like I got 20 minutes into this thing, I fell asleep, mm-hmm. and then I woke back up, and then I. It was I went back and watched like I didn't yeah. I didn't just I've skip half an times. hour. I've never but watched I, it in one sitting. But I went back and watched it through, and then I like took a break. And so like there's like disjointed parts in my brain of like when exactly certain things happened, mm-hmm. like story wise. But uh, but there is this moment that I had where I was like where it was like it was right when they were storming into uh, it was when they were storming into the um Aqaba. into Aqaba. Yeah. Where I where I had this moment, where I was sitting there and I was watching it and I was like, "Why are they doing this again?" Yeah, like I well, just got there because they want to get supplied. And I was by, like, uh, the, they they can get if they take Akaba, they can be resupplied. No, no, no. I yeah. understand, but like I understand, like oh, I like, saying, yeah. but like the motives of of Lawrence was that I got to that point in the movie, which is like a ways in, and I was like, "Why are they taking? Why does he?" Care well. Here's here's that they're here's, taking the thing, well, and that was what I, I was so confused about. Point. And this and this point could be argued as being I don't know jingoistic or whatever, mm-hmm. or like you know. But yeah, the real point of the movie is Lawrence uh, kind of self actualizing, like becoming this like mythically like transformative guy. And he, like because when he sets out to to take Akabah in the first place, he goes like. It's very much like I'm gonna take. It's it. almost like a light switch goes off in his head because at yeah. first he's kind of like this silly Aloof. goof of a clown, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden he's just like, "I'm going to give these people their freedom." Yeah, and, and it's not like I'm gonna help the British Army. Do it. it's like, no, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, it's See, very that much was about him becoming like just this guy who sets out sets out to do it and just does it. Like it's kind of like tell him and he's like tell them I've taken Akaba. He like, kind of buys into the conqueror well, thing no, when he gives them the, the flowers. This is the thing is is that and maybe it's just that I. Like I, honest to God, might have, might have like stroked out in the middle of the entire th- uh, of like <laughs> when this moment happened in him, or I just forgot it because I was so because I because of all of the sand. Um, is that are you do you do you put your feet up on my table? I just table put my feet on his coffee table with <laughs> my socks on, and I'm just seeing if it's cool, and I'm like looking at. Yeah, him. I don't care. Okay. Um. A very Lawrence move, I feel like. Lawrence would just put him up and not even acknowledge it. Just Lawrence would have been contact. like, this is my coffee table. It's my table. manner, sir. He'd start... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, but there there wasn't a moment, like... What what I think I kind of wanted, and maybe it happened and I just missed it, um, was that there was no moment that I saw where he, like, came into a town that was... Or, uh, you know, or a village or something like that where it was like, hey, everybody here is Arab. And then a group of Turks uh, just like came through and slaughtered everybody. But and that, well, because because what I mean is, is that it's like there was never a moment where I felt like Lawrence got somewhere, looked around and went, oh, oh, my God, I have I, I have to free these people. 
Because it wasn't about that. That wasn't that. There shouldn't have been. That wasn't why he did it. No, but like, but like, but the thing is, is that it's like throughout that entire struggle, throughout that entire struggle, it's like, like you guys were mentioning, it's like a light went on in his head of like, I'm gonna free this thing, or like, I'm gonna take this thing, or like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead. That's not about them. It's about like. But but I just don't like it went from it went so quickly from like I'm a silly man who's gonna get thrown into like into uh, into the Arab Peninsula where literally they literally they were like. They were like, we need somebody to go and do this thing, no, and we need somebody who's expendable. No, they didn't, they didn't want to send him in the first place. He wanted to go. That guy, Brighton guy, that guy with the Arab Bureau, it was obvious after the first scene that they kind of colluded to try and get this done. Like, he yeah. was a guy, I mean, the movie doesn't make it totally clear that he was a guy who was, like, an expert artist and was a kind of a spy, but that was the case. But, I mean, even in, without that... Like he does want to go. He, he's not. He's not. He's a. He's a little bit aloof. I mean, the whole crux of that thing. I mean, it, when he goes like, you know, I can't tell if you're a. Oh, really smart, or really stupid. Yeah, he's like, I, I, can't, I can't fiddle, but I can make a great state out of a little yes. city. Like it's obvious. This is a guy who knows he's kind of like middling around. I think what life. happens is this yeah. is a guy who's being underused, but he also he's not really about the life that he's been given, which is you know being an underling in the British army. He gets an opportunity to go do some. Kind of silly thing. Go appraise the situation with King Faisal. Well, like it's not. It's, not, silly. A, I mean, it's, it's not silly, but it's also like it's vague. He says it himself. It's like yeah, I'm supposed to go there and see what the deal is, and then report back. He goes there and well, he they want to size him up, like in the imperial sense. Like yeah. see what this yeah. guy. When he says like see what his ambitions are or intentions are, right? It, that's like kind of like you know, coach for like you know, see if he'll play ball. But he gets there. He ends up having a big position with the king. And he also sees he sees all these tribes, and he immediately says, you know, if these people could come together, they could be a big power. And I, what I think happens is that it's a combination of he already, you know, he's a smart guy. He knows about Arab culture a bit, and he likes the yeah. desert, it seems, and he wants to help these people out a bit. But I think Ray's right in that it's more about... I want people to know me. I'm important, but right. there no one's using me. Now I'm in a position where I can do something great. And essentially, in a way, he kind of uses the Arabs oh, to yeah, make a name absolutely. for himself. You know, I, mean, I think this movie, when it came out... But I think he's I, a good guy. Well, <laughs> well no, it's, and com- that's, it's complicated. But I think when this movie came out... Uh, see, I don't. I didn't really. We we didn't like see the newsreels in the World War One. Right. We don't know yeah. like, how it was portrayed. I think a lot of this was a deconstruction of a myth. I think he was seen as just kind of like. Christ like almost like guy who like altruistically helped the Arabs and I think the point of the movie is to kind of break that apart a bit and show some other sides to the, yeah, the, yeah. The selfish uh, I don't know intentions. I think I, I, I that to me was like a thread of the thing that I felt was kind of lost throughout it like to me okay just I mean, when I, I, I was, was watching it, it okay because uh, well no no like I understand it kind of being the crux of it of like and I like I like that it's just that um like it's his motives that confused the hell out of me uh, across the entire thing where it was like where like his conflicted nature mm-hmm. of being like I I want to fight like I want it, it it just didn't make sense to me throughout the entire thing of like okay do you want to fight like you want to fight but you don't want anybody to die you want these people to be free but there's no solid reason well, why you want them want to be free to and 
He just like like throughout the entire thing from the beginning on, he's just conflicted about the fact that like people have to die. Yeah. I think all over the I, place. I think he's fine with the people. Die. We lost a lot of people, but I think the the real issue was when he had to he went because like there was that one guy that got left behind in that desert, the anvil, mm-hmm. or whatever. Greasome. Yeah, think. and that was, and like and he went like no, and I'll then go he back had to and shoot get the guy. guy. Yeah, exactly. It's a moment, but that before it's a moment like I'm gonna go. Like you can't do that. I'll get him. It's a very much like I can yeah. do anything. Yeah. And he, go, but he goes back and he, and he does it. And like, oh, wow. You're like, and they kind of look at him like, wow, you're this amazing figure. And then like, but at the same, again, a few scenes later, he has to shoot that guy. So it's yeah. kind of, it's very, like, it's, it's this constant, like, I'm this mythic figure, but the realities of the world are dragging, like, it's I an think, interplay. Well, no. And like, and, and like I said earlier, it's like, I think that there's great scenes. And like that scene, like with, you know, the buildup of him having to go back for the guy and all of that, it's, is really good. Right. It's just that, and and this is what I find to be like the crux of the like like the the problem that I have is that his motives are never spelled out solidly enough that it makes sense to me. That's fair. I I mean I don't want to be a dick, but it almost and I'm not saying you want this, but like it almost seems like you're asking for it to be spoon fed. It's not even that I want it to be spoon fed. It's that. There, I think it's a fair question as to why he's doing it. It's it's just one of these things where it's like there's never, and maybe it's just in the way that it was like he was portrayed is that it's like from from when you meet him, it's like he's kind of an aloof idiot, but yeah, like I think th- he's I think they, very smart, yeah. but he's also kind of an idiot. And then he's in the desert, and it's like he's supposed to go appraise like this thing with the king and these different kind of moments, and then take Akaba and like and do these different things. But there's never there's never a moment in it. Where I'm like, where where I look at him and I'm like, I see what you're doing here. Where it's this moment where it's like, I wanted, I just wanted a well, moment. I think by, yeah, I think I that's just kind of a, the point, though. I that's just, also I think, kind of who he like, is, yeah. I think but the like, point I is just to have wanted, a guy who, like, to demonstrate, I mean, and again, there's a lot of stuff that they deviate from real history. Yeah. So I'm not going to, but, right. but in, the, in the movie context, I think the, the kind of the point of it is that, like, why would a... a you have in history these kind of figures, these mythically yeah. powerful, transformative figures, and you know when you're a kid and you learn about them, it's like oh they were altruistic or they were doing it for the glory of this or whatever. And then like uh, what the movie is is like it's 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 the it's murky. It's always going to be murky. It's yeah. an interplay of like he's doing it for his own ambition, his own self image, and so like because you know he goes and like you know because basically. After the second part, at the, at the end of the second act or whatever, yeah, you know the the, the army starts dwindling away because yeah. you know they get their loot. I mean, there is a point to be. I, I'm not maybe it's accurate, but it does feel a little bit like they, uh, you know, it kind of makes these the Arabs look more petty than they needed to be. Maybe. Oh maybe. yeah, no, it's reasonably yeah. racist. The yeah, whole thing racist. is reasonably racist. And I can't tell if it was made in that sense or like like with Faisal. Well, there were some the, Arab countries who loved this movie. And, I think and I think appreciated how it. Well, no, no, yeah, I think that there's definitely parts of the movie that are racist, but there's I am definitely say parts of the movie that are racist on the basis of like it's made by white people from like a white people perspective. Yeah, of course it's, but yeah, it's the 1960s. It's 1962. It's also it's, yeah. it is about the British. The guy, you know, it, 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 in this case, it's not it's not about some like purely Arab thing. It's you know, plus but yeah, yeah but enough. No, but sure, I mean the fact that Faisal is played by Alec Guinness. Yeah, and uh, listen, enough eye makeup. You'll be anybody. Okay, I, <laughs> I mean, and he does a great job acting. Um, you know, the impression of an Arab uh, is not particularly great, and I don't know if it was. You know, it, it's a little uh, to say minimalist. to say they're petty though, especially when because they started abandoning. Uh, but there's that scene, and I think it comes. Well, that didn't it. happen though in real life. Well, yeah, but speaking for the movie, <laughs> in the movie though, 
in the movie though they they get the loot and they leave and uh not Lawrence, but Lawrence's boy is like, this is how you do it. You just get your stuff. It's like, yeah, I got what I wanted, and now I'm going to leave. If you don't do that, you're an idiot. And I don't yeah, think that's petty. I think he spells it out like, yeah, we we got I think what you, we wanted. You could argue that, but you could argue like they have no, like, and I'm not like. No a honor and stuff? Well, I'm not gung-ho nationalist you know, or anything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you could yeah. argue like this is why they can't have a more modern civilization because they, they just well, selfish and, or whatever. And, and also, but there was a contention that movie came out that that's not what happened at all. Like, they stayed with Yeah. And but I, an I did a little bit of reading and it's really, they really messed with a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, like, like that part of the world, especially at this, that time period, um, not when the movie was made, but when it's set, mm-hmm. is to me like an incredibly, it's an incredibly interesting place mm-hmm. because it is kind of this moment where it's like, and that's what I think is kind of interesting about Lawrence coming in and the way that people think about things is that it was almost it was a society that was like almost purely nomadic right like and that's kind of the thing of these people where it's like we're gonna we're gonna you know go through like we're gonna we're gonna stop like like we're gonna stop fighting because we got what we wanted kind of thing is that it's like everybody that was involved there that was from the arabian peninsula was essentially like they're like we're we're nomads like we don't stay in one place very long we all kind of like we all kind of travel because we go to where water is or we go to where food is or we go to where that that are there now were set up by the british after world war yeah and it's and it well and it becomes infighting and stuff well and it's like to create kind of like like borders to a certain extent but also just to have this attitude of like like where it's like the british almost it's almost like the british came in and they were like and they were like you're not allowed to wander (laughs) like that was essentially what happened was that it was like british and people came in and they were like and they were like look you're wandering. That's weird. Yeah. Stop it. Well, I don't think that's at all the case. I mean, that, that's and their whole <laughs> asset. That's why, I mean, the whole idea is they travel like 50 miles of desert in a day. Like, that wasn't... I've I mean, never been interested in the desert before. There was some... This movie changed my perception of the desert, and especially desert people, because they own yeah. that. That's their... Yeah. They thrive in it. They don't just live. Yeah. They thrive in it. Like, they're comfy out there. And you yeah. that idea when you go, like, why do you like the desert? Like, it's clean. Yeah, that was a great answer. Great answer. But it is also, I think there is that interplay in his head of like the British bureaucracy Mm -hmm. and he knows what's going to kind of be coming. We got to talk about the ending. Speaking of the British bureaucracy, because you mentioned earlier, I think, Stephen, you were kind of alluding to that the ending, like what's the point of the movie? And it's kind of that Chinatown moment at the end where he just gets out of there and it's he kind of just gets while the getting is still kind of good. And it's like I can't solve all these problems. We 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 spent four hours here in Arabia, all over a several years, and it's like we've yeah. still only made so much progress. I got these guys into a council, all sitting around, all these different tribes banging a, a gun as a gavel. Like, Very yeah, sim- point where super game, he, symbolic. Like yeah, kind of felt like a, a, a what's the what's the Griffith movie. Uh, Birth of a Nation almost when they had oh. like, the <laughs> thing. It was like this might have happened, but it's a little like Yeah, they were moving a little too he's fast. Like, well, and that's we'll just smack the generator with a rock. Like <laughs> And maybe that's why you know what, maybe that's why and I mean I don't want to bleed real life in the cinema, but like how come it didn't work out? Maybe it's because they were getting pulled so quickly into this new century that they weren't like they're suddenly working in a place with machine guns and yeah, and the- uh yeah, and uh, lights and you know pumping water and stuff. It's well, I think part. Of, I think that's an element of it. But I think the real crux of the ending is that moment where like uh, Faisal says, "No, like you know, this is time for the men to you know the older men to go into the room and right. hash, hash it out and like set up like you know it's kind of like you know." 
horse trade the whole. So yeah. it, it is kind of like yeah, like, basically establishing like what you you were. If he was fighting for anything, it was for nothing, kind of, or not, or not for what he was thought he was fighting for. Yeah. Even though he was kind of a self megalomaniac in his own right. Everyone was using everyone in this film. Yeah, and it's kind of the nature of like you know the, the, the interplay of like we're, this wasn't what you thought it was, right. but also. You know what were we talking about? There is also the element of you know why why did it not work out? I mean, it's also there is that because uh, even in the sixties, I don't think you know we look back now and understand like we were saying before the oil and yeah. like in like and pretty soon after that, you know the the oil was discovered and like it just swept over the wealth yeah. swept over the whole thing. Yeah, and I don't know in the sixties if the they knew it to a certain extent, but there wasn't that kind of cynical observation of it yet. I don't there think was well, no, 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 they they. I mean, like, historically, at least, it's like, they 100% knew how much oil was there by the time this movie was born. Oh, no, what I mean, no, what I mean is, but, but like, but in, as far as, like, revisionist history in the sense of, like, yeah, this is, like, this, I don't know if they if they were trying to put forward, they were, they were being, like, if, they weren't, like, necessarily looking at oil companies, like, these evil things yet. No, 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 they weren't, like, there was definitely, uh, I feel like, a sense of, like, the the interesting thing that I found of like the like the the kind of like jingoistic kind of thing or uh, or like the bringing together of different things is that it's like there were there was like there was a heavy sense of like what uh, what Lawrence was trying to bring to those people, which was like you could all get along, you could stop having these stupid blood right. feuds, you right. could stop having these these like generations long problems with each other over like where it's like 50 people in a tribe having a problem with 50 people in another tribe if you right. all just came together and talked. Um, and that was like... That also has to do with him like that romanticizing was like, these people. Yeah, and extent. romanticizing these people. But uh, but the other thing that he... That like that I think was, was interesting and that they, brought, that they brought along with the entire thing was this idea of like... Uh, which I feel like Lawrence became more okay with was this idea of like... Uh, there's nothing wrong with them. Like there's nothing like like in all reality, it's like the British are coming in and being like these savages, and it's like, uh, but then when he's like in the desert, well, with I mean, it, you know, well, no, but like when he's w in the desert with everybody, it does have this attitude of just kind of like you're not allowed. Like people can't live like this in the de and they're all like, I like it. Why do I, I have to stop? Like, first of all, I don't know if they like it to that extent. I mean, they, 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 the they, kid loved that lemonade. Sharif makes a point, like you know, no one. White men love the desert. It was something like white men love the desert. We don't like the desert. We like we hate the desert. Like, yeah. you know, it's something to be feared. Yeah. But also like you know, when you first time you see uh, Sharif, um, or Ali, whatever, uh, Sheriff Ali, he shoots a guy for using his well. I mean, it's not exactly my favorite scene yeah. in the movie yeah. is that entire like Lawrence laying down to them seeing the dot in the distance, and then mm -hmm. that's why I don't think you can cut anything out of this movie because you need those stretches of nothingness because it forces. This is a four-hour movie. Because it takes place in the desert. If it took place in like Manhattan or someplace like that, it'd be two hours long. But you need to force yeah, the viewer to actually feel that kind of like this is a huge scope. I feel like I you wanna, did cut these I chunks remake, out. I want to remake this movie in Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> Equal amount of camels, but in Manhattan. Lawrence of Bedford. <laughs> Have uh, Scott Thompson of Kids in the Hall play him. Yes. All right. So I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with streaming. Even more. So, there's a reason why this movie is sent to outer space or in the National Registry. I'm sure it's um, it's like. There's a reason why this is considered one of the greatest movies of they all time. They sent the DVD out in the. Bars? I think <laughs> I think they did. They sent it up with the rover. I uh, I I'm still I'm gonna stick, but don't stream it. Mm -hmm. Uh, not because it's bad, but just because it's too long. It takes 
too much time. It's not a casual viewing, so, but I think it's a mandatory viewing. I I disagree <laughs> wholeheartedly. Um, though I did have a moment where I was watching this movie and I was like, and I was like, man, did Indiana Jones just rip this movie <laughs> off? What? Like, no, no, just like, just like thing after thing, like, like of like, like between the music and between like oh, the way the I, shot. I do, I'm sorry, rip it off. I thought you were yeah, saying no, no, like, no, okay. like blow it like, out of the water. You mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, thought you were getting I mean, that, like, I agree with that. I agree is, with this is what this is what Indiana Jones uh, could have been. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think that Indiana Jones blows it out of the water just because it's more entertaining. Right. But uh, but <laughs> the but like just. Like Ark of the Why Covenant. Shoot the guy with a sword. <laughs> I did not. I did not connect because, like, when I saw this when I was younger, I just wasn't thinking about things like this. But I did not connect uh, as much. Uh, how just how much like Lawrence or like 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 Indiana Jones is like the first Indiana Jones movie is just like Steven Spielberg getting together with George Lucas and being like, "What if we remade?" <laughs> uh, I thought you were gonna Arabia. say. I thought you were gonna <laughs> like, say uh, how much of a no- like apocalypse now? There's so many. Like if Apocalypse Now and Indiana Jones had a baby, it might be somewhere close to this movie. Kind, uh, uh, kind of. Think Apocalypse Now ripped this off? I don't know. I asked. I asked a buddy of mine who mm. said he took a class that was mostly about this movie, actually, and okay. I was like, I was like, do you think this was a direct like kind of allusion to it, or do you think it was just heavily inspired? And he said it was never mentioned in the class, but I'd like which, to find wait, out. The class is on which movie? Lawrence of Arabia. And it was allusion because Apocalypse was like twenty years later. Apocalypse, right? yeah, no, Apocalypse was later, but like. Did did anyone on Apocalypse acknowledge that like well but then again Apocalypse the, is Heart of Darkness yeah well, I mean it's, well it's, no the, but the idea of a mythic quest or whatever is but assimilating with whenever. the people while doing a yeah it's oh, going, I no, think the going native and that whole idea of that is a I mean and like in the same way that Heart, Heart of Darkness was about a British colonel I think in the Africa yeah but it was a, this idea of kind of going native and um, like streaming into like a no man going land. native but also going mad because of. Yeah, I think that's, that's an old tale. It's very reminiscent yeah. of like that time in British history and decline of British Empire. So you know, it, that is a. I don't think. I mean, I don't. I don't think that uh, either one rips the other one off. I mean, I think that. I think that. I wouldn't mean rip it off in a bad way. I think that a hundred percent when, um, because Apocalypse Now is Coppola, right. and Coppola loved this shit. Like he wanted always to be making these giant like these yeah. giant stu- like he loved Lawrence he he oh, loves yeah. Lawrence of Arabia he loves all of these different things yeah. and so like that's why the godfather is this giant epic gone with the wind style you know big movie and it was the same kind of thing with apocalypse now is that he wanted to do something that was vietnam that was this that was this big Huge, like yeah. I think these movies thing. were like. I mean, now we you re- very rarely see them, but I mean, yeah. this was a a hopeless, you know, a fixture in you know cinema and just the and just these epic stories. Yeah. So I don't think you know that. I mean, yeah, Scorsese loved this movie too. I mean, every major yeah. filmmaker loved this yeah. movie. So Plus you got to remember, this is the biggest movie I've ever seen, hands down. And when this movie was being shown in theaters, those screens were huge. They're not yeah. like the screens you see now. They were huge. Oh yeah, I mean this movie was significant in the. It was one of the first major cinemascope, like widescreen movies. Right. And uh, well, that's the consistent. That's like the joke that everyone consistently has is that it's like if you're watching, if you're watching like the original remastered cinemascope, whatever, on like a regular television, it's just a tiny like inch long band. Right. Across the middle of the screen because that's how wide and huge the yeah there were, there were like everything screens. was. Yeah. Uh, okay, we got to wrap it up because we've had an extra long episode for oh, our extra, extra long, long movie. movie. Right? <laughs> That's okay. Um, 
thank you very much, Ray, for coming on today. Thank oh, you for thank making you. me watch Lawrence of Arabia. You're this welcome. is why. This is why I do the Ray, podcast. Ray, you seem like a lovely guy. I hate you for making <laughs> me watch Lawrence. Yeah, Arabia. when you said, when you told me it was a little long, I was like two and a half hours, <laughs> not four hours. He was well, no, and like when you when you said Lawrence of Arabia, I was like, oh man, that movie isn't long. <laughs> and then I thought it was three hours. Oh, Jesus. and then he texted me and was like, it's three forty-two, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Like I was just like I had I knew that it was like three hours long, but I did not know that it was more four, four hours long. No, yeah. it's it makes though, you work for it. Though I will admit, um, uh, I will admit now that we're at the end of the podcast. Uh, I skipped the first seven and a half minutes of him cleaning his bike and the four minutes of uh, of concerto. That's probably why you didn't really I, get the movie. That's yeah. why I didn't you need get that. it was because you needed I needed that. as a precursor. You can't cut these things, Stephen. It all comes together. No, you so can. You right. very much can. So next week, we don't know what we'll have because we're going to have a different guest on as we continue to rebuild this. But uh, once again, check us out online at uh, t- Twitter us at Twitter. Tweet us at Flix Book Club. Twitter us? Twitter us at You're Flix Book Club. You're terrible at this. I can't do this. And uh, Guys, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. Go to FlixBookClub.com. I think we also still own the URL for NetflixBookClub.com. If you go to so that, you it'll go to take you to the site. Club.com as well. Uh, and we'll be back next week with another wonderful movie. Uh, everybody say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.